Hey everybody, another edition of the Falcons Corner, voice of the Falcons, Mike Rickard, SID Chris Sawyer. Another week talking Falcon sports. Yeah. Again, a lot to talk about. Wish we were talking about happier things as a result yesterday, and we'll get that into a right. moment. But um, how's your week going? It's good. I'm glad to be back on the perch. It's uh, back into some familiar yep, territory. Familiar it's nice. We got some softball you know, going on behind us. Our girls getting some work in. Yeah. Um, they're going to finally kick their season off in a in a week or so. Yeah, you know, as we enter spring break, that, you know, Friday, uh, Friday afternoon. Yeah, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, school you know? shuts down for spring break, but us in athletics, we're still rolling. We'll we, be back on the Falcons. We don't shut next week. Though, we don't too, shut down. Discussing no, yeah. all things baseball, That's softball, right. and probably women's basketball. But um, um, we're going to take this. I want to take a quick second because we always talk about my kids, you know, on the show, and yeah. we don't want to forget that you have kids. I have kids There's too. There's a Sawyer clan also, just not and, the Rickards. And I'm not trying to leave out Peyton and Jackson, my two boys, but we have to say my my little daughter, 11 years old, painted this for oh, the Lady Falcons. So we'll see that in there. And I told her I'd put it on the show because of course I, I was feeling it's, guilty. It's fantastic. I was feeling I like guilty. It. Maybe yeah. we get all the girls to sign it for. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that'd, that'd be that'd be a great be, idea. That'd be really cool. But you know, we we got to meet Mason yesterday on the uh, little guest commentary from afar. From afar, and he's still upset with me because he <laughs> said all day that I don't want to be on. I don't want to be on. I don't want to be on. And then we stuck him on, on anyway. You know, but you know, he survived. And he gave us great halftime analysis, and we decided after the result yep. of the game yesterday that there's no more halftime analysis. We have jinxed our football team and our basketball team in the championship game by going on a halftime. Eric and I did not do it in the semifinals yep. that we won. So yeah, we, executive decision, we will no longer now, be on halftime. how about if we're down at half? Well, that, well, that could be different. Yes. Yeah, that could Up be at different. half, we're just going to we'll let it ride. We're going to say nothing. Yep. Down, down at half, we'll yep. get on show and we'll try to reverse that jinx. Well, let's talk about that. What an intense game I, I think i said to you this was more yep. intense than being in kansas for the football it was from start to finish it was unbelievable that's probably what everyone expected in that matchup with union like i said last year regionals you weren't here but you know multiple right. overtimes and it was a battle and despite of you know us losing at third place and us really handed to them you know here at the union you know we expected a close game back and forth no lead was safe you know tons of fouls yeah. you know tons of missed opportunities on you know for both sides especially for our kids um, but yeah, that was an intense battle. And luckily, we just couldn't pull out that victory in overtime. It was tough. And I think uh, Coach Whittington made a comment in the paper, which I thought was very interesting and true. She said, we haven't been in those type yep. of situations most of the year. And we always wondered, you know, we were beating people by an average of 52 points. Right. What happens when you right. get down like that? Games. And like I said, all good teams, despite how good you are and how well you play all season, when you get in those Colts games yeah. and a championship yeah. on his line, you know, the basket seems a little bit tighter. You know, the rim gets a little bit smaller. Right, Things right. just change, you know, just a little bit. And you were the notice that maybe we were just a little tentative and weren't as aggressive and missed a couple shots, missed some free throws down the stretch, missed a handful of layups. Yeah. Um, but really great effort all along by, you know, the ladies. It was. I mean, 25 and 5, they still have the di coming up this weekend. We're, we know we're yep. playing SUNY Sullivan. Right. We're just trying to figure out where right now. Um, but that's an, another opportunity. They still have an opportunity to qualify for the Nationals. So another right. big weekend coming yeah, up for them. Especially Saturday, winning that first game is absolutely huge. A tough matchup. Um, you know, we are banged up a little bit, but I'm sure, you know, with our elite athletic training staff, you know, we'll have yeah. you know, the girls, you know, ready to go, you know, on Saturday. But how about Kiana Price? 18.17 rebounds. Yeah. I mean, it's just even in the loss, that's just unbelievable yeah. uh, stat that she she did. She yeah. just was and she had a great post move there at the uh, towards the end uh -huh. that uh, a layup that really I think tied it up or something. Yep. What a, just a great shot. Yeah, she played she played really, really well. And don't forget, you know, we probably could have added some numbers onto that stat line, too. But she fouled out, you know, yeah. in the yeah. early in that overtime. Right. You know, I think maybe four of our girls, you know, we did. I think we had four girls for overtime. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we, you know, that's something we talked about on the show too, is like how our depth is going to come in. So, you know, 
despite of our girls falling out, you know, we hung in there and still had a chance to win it at the end. We did. We did. And, um, so they get in that playing time and in those blowouts, you know, so you could look at it both ways a little bit, you know, we weren't in those situations to handle close wins, but you know, with those girls have gotten that experience getting on the floor to play in such a big game, you know, if we weren't blowing teams out. And I think they'll be very, very hungry coming yep. up this coming up Saturday after because that's a bitter taste and they've got a week to, to kind of get over it and I think they'll be ready yep. to go. And I, I would love for us to win and Union win and then us play for the district. Oh, uh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, what, Union, that would be great. You know, one more time, I think yeah. that would be that would be really cool. But best of luck to our Lady Falcons. Absolutely, awesome weekend of basketball. Um, like I said, we just resist wish the result was just a little bit different. A little bit, but we'll be okay. Yeah, these runner-up trophies. You know, we. I know. I think Eric and I said we'll use one of them as a dinner plate or something. something but, like uh, that you know, too, but, yeah. but yeah, they, they, I, I'm excited to see what they do. And I think, you know, even losing what a big test for them. They had to go through that intense yep. game to, I think, prepare them for a 27. Exactly. So, you know, close game Saturday, you know, we're, you know, we should be ready. You know, yep. we can clean up some of those mistakes that right. they made, right. you know, in that fourth and in that overtime, you know, get ready to win Saturday, win Sunday, and then get out to Michigan and compete for a national championship. Absolutely. Good. Awesome. Well, baseball was on the road again. They were. They were at uh, Maryland, second weekend in a row. They yep. went down to Maryland, played Harford Community College, uh, dropped the first game. I think it was uh, six to five, another one run game. Uh -huh. They've had so many of those, but they bounced back, uh, really dominated the second game, uh, walked out of there with a five two victory. Um, you know, I think uh, I was reading a tweet that coach had sent out after right. the game and he said this was a really great series that's going to prepare them Good. for region 19 great facilities yep. great just every they had nothing but positive things to say and it's good to come out with a win and then i think that'll propel them because they have a long yep. long spring break yep. trip coming up they in do. myrtle beach they got a lot of games a lot of games too, so up. you know hopefully all those arms are rested you know you know ready to go because right. they're going to be throwing a lot of innings and all those guys are beginning to, you yeah. know getting them some work hopefully the weather cooperates while they're in south carolina yeah because it's been know. i've been looking at though it's been cold rainy then warm uh -huh. it's just b bouncing back and, and we're forth. fortunate enough not to hopefully even coach you get some of the kids you know some of their guys outside you know the next couple of days because we're have a little bit of a warm yes. streak up here i know, know i didn't wear a jacket area. today i walked out you know, nice. i got i got shorts on today yeah, yeah, it's shorts nice. weather so like i think we're in the 50s i think we're gonna be a little rain you know on tuesday but you know maybe the next couple of days they can at least stretch their arms out a little bit and you know get outside because i think that's always a tough, tough, tough transition. Even when I played college baseball, is we're outside, we're playing games, and then you got to come back in. You're hitting inside in the cage, yeah. and you're doing your infield, outfield inside, well, like we have behind us here. Exactly, with the softball you know, team. So that's always a. Well, you know what baseball too. Not only they go down to Myrtle Beach, but then also then they do some more Road Warrior stuff. They yep. hit Raleigh, North Carolina, with Wake Tech. They come up to uh, Franklin, Virginia, with Paul D. Camp. Then I think they go through Maryland or in, up to New York. So that's going to be might as well. Is, While you're I mean, down there, yeah. you might as well. But I think that's going to prepare them. Um, I think so. just being on the road that much in soft. We'll talk softball. They're going to be doing the same thing next yeah. week, going to Myrtle Beach. Everybody's playing two games a day, so it's right. going to be real busy for yeah, everybody. So it'll be good. I know they're probably very anxious to get out and spend that week as you know do some team building stuff yeah. and you know do stuff as a team and actually playing games and knowing that you're going to play that they're not going to be canceled. Yeah, and I think they're playing at the Cal Ripken yep. Center, which yep. is a great and, facility. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know, so a great experience for them, get some, a lot of games in, you know, and prepare them for that region 19 and get back to Oklahoma yeah. for that, for that world series. And then before we break, Esports very busy. They're, they're keeping you up all night. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they they esports is so busy. They're playing every night in different things. Smash Brothers, Fortnite just played the other day. Um, was a Rocket League. Yeah, they're 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 winning some, they're losing some, but um, they're getting so much experience, especially with the Smash Brothers. I told you it's, they do one on one, so you'll have five or six matches a night. Then right. they'll have a two on two. Um, so keep watching social media because we update it every day to show what's going on. Yep. And then the Twitch account, the Lackawanna EDU, our Twitch TV account has a, um, 
has most of the, what they can, right. um, what they can, you know, they have to pick what they, they can only stream one, but yeah. they're very, very busy. So I'm excited about what's going on with them. They're doing NJCAAE and ECAC. Right, so they're right. in two different yeah. uh, leagues. They're that's like a full-time job for you. Just the one covering esports. It really is. I think I wake up in the morning. We, we, we find out what our, what's going on, and at night we recap it. But uh, maybe we yeah. have to get you an office down in the other building. I might have to. We won't see you around here anymore. Well, I, I'll be playing PGA golf all, all the time. <sighs> Sorry, be, I would have to change my lunch break runs to lunch breaks. Lunch break Sega Genesis. There you go. Yep, and then then all bad things happen when that happens. <laughs> but um, yeah, great for esports. Yeah. You know, throw that they're so busy down there. Um, great bunch of guys and girls yep. down there doing some great stuff. Um. Ready to take a break? Yeah. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. It's, it's Monday. I got like, I'm dragging. Well, today. we were talking with our executive producer, Eric. I mean, that game was so, I, I have to go back to that. I think we all were just drained after that yep. game. We didn't even play, yep. but it was so, but it's exhausting. But we're here. The Falcons Corner is always here yep. and we're ready to, we got some things coming up though. That's going to be, I think, interesting. To the, I think some so new too. Things we got our doing. player of the week, Jamie Brand, who I think has left several body oh, parts up on the floor yeah. at Raritan. You know, she was an absolute monster defensively. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into that when we talk to her too. And then also something special and a great segment. I think yeah. we're going to have that, of course, the great he did it again. Larson, yeah, that producer mind. of the year, yeah. Emmy award winner. Um, we're going to have a esports. We're going to have Fezbot. Yep. Right. And we're going to have a football player, you know, Tig Jair Brown, who is going to be going to Penn state. And we're going to have them talk and see how their sports relate with one another and, you know, what they do to prepare and all those. Yeah, things. It should be a very that. interesting discussion. Yeah. But you know what? I just remembered. We do have a trivia winner. We do. Yes. I forgot all about trivia. We 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 do. Um, Danny Berg, congratulations! And it is not. And it is not Danny Berg. We did have two people. We had two people um, answer. So we'll be announcing that a little bit later before we get into our trivia. Joe Papper, congratulations, Joe Paparelli. (laughs) But somebody will be winning some 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 swag. Throwback. Do we have another question for this week? I believe we do. I wasn't in that production meeting. Me neither, but I know I know uh, we got Eric something. Larson has yeah, something. We for got us. something. We're not going to let that go. But um, awesome. Let's take a little break. Let's do it. Let all our guests, you know, gather themselves and prepare and get them out of makeup and wardrobe and yeah. get them here on the show. Sounds good. All right, everyone, stay tuned. We'll be back with all our guests. Take flight. Hey everybody, we're back on the Falcons' corner. Chris, look at the look at the perch. We are stuffed up here. It's the first time we've had four. It's people like a up full here. nest. It is right. We got Jair Tig Brown. The Fezbot, Keenan Lewis, right? Yes, sir. I knew that. Chris and me, yep. right? Discussing a little football, a little esports. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting conversation here Good. today, I think. Mike. First question I got for you is we got nicknames going on Absolutely. up here, right? Yeah. So we got Tig and Fezbot. Tig, for those of you that didn't see Fall Sports Media Day, give us a little background on, on the Tig nickname. Uh, the Tig nickname came from, um, if you're familiar with the show, Wendy the Pooh. Tigger the Tiger. Uh, when I was little, around age, uh, I'd say about four or five, uh, I used to jump around the house a lot, jump on and off the beds and stuff like that. So it, so came it, from it just Tigger stuck with that. Tiger, yeah. And getting to know you over the past year, that name fits. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, so yeah. Definitely Tig absolutely. fits. Absolutely. Fezbot, where did that where did that Fezbot come from? Uh, Fezbot came from that 70s show. You and me and my boys were just playing video games and whatnot. And somebody told me, like, you act like Fez. And I said, I think Fez is kind of like a robot, and then I said Fezbot, and it's stuck ever since. I think of all the esports names, Fezbot is probably like probably one of my favorites. Yeah. I, I like the Fezbot. So, and this is Fezbot's second time up to the perch. I, I know. Yeah. And then this is the first time you had a chance to talk to Tig. Yeah. You weren't here for Fall Sports right, Media, right. but like he said earlier, like everyone says, 
It's nice up here on the perch. It is. It's his first time up here. You know, he enjoys it up here. So, all right, Chris, hammer away. Let's go. Well, I mean, the reason we're having this, uh, eSports is kind of a new concept to some of the schools around the country, and it's becoming very popular here. And, of course, everyone knows um, our Lackawanna College football team. You know, Tiggs going to Penn State, um, national championship there. So we want to get a little discussion on how they're similar in preparation and, and eSports being your maybe non-traditional thing. Right. So the first thing I would say is one thing I've noticed both um, sports, you have to have communication and really form the bond with your players and strategy. But talk about the communication first on the esports side, on watching you guys do your Rocket League and things like that. Uh, communication is like, I think of it as any other sport. You need to know where your teammates are. You need to know where to go. So I'd say the communication has to be just as intense as it would be for a more physical sport. Uh, yeah, definitely. Communication, you definitely had to um, know where your teammates are and stuff like that. Uh, my biggest thing about communication is just everybody being on that same accord, you know, everybody working together as one, you know, moving as one. And that's that's what makes a team. And how about preparing for your games? Right. So practice times, you know, they may look a little different, but how important is practice and game planning and scouting your opponent? Uh, you know, like um, we get a chance to scout the opponents, but mainly the scouting is up to the coaches. You know, they they advise the game plan, they get us ready, and they give us a script on what we need to do for the week. Uh, then we go and watch a little bit of game film on our own, see our opponents, see their strengths, see their weaknesses. And then that whole week of practice before that Saturday, it's all about game planning and how we can out-strategize our opponent. I'm curious to know how, if there's game planning and you know pra your practice game planning, do you guys game plan for opponents in esports? Like, do you have like any background in the guys that you know you may be playing? Yeah, definitely. Like for Rocket League, if we notice a team's not doing something or they have a certain mechanic they haven't worked on, it can come down to we can look at one person since there's fewer people on the field and say this is what we can capitalize on at X amount of times they did this. So it's like a big, more of like a consistency thing. Right. Like, and does, does your coach point that out to you too? Is that something or is that yeah. something you guys just, you know, pick out on your own or a little bit of both? It could be a little bit of both. Like our coach tells us like this is what you need to work on, this is what you need to do, and this will make uh, your team work better together. Combination of both. Good. Awesome. You know what I'd be curious too is you talk about reflex. Um, reflexes. I mean, you know, you're in the defense, you're seeing where the ball is going. You got to be quick to to get it. And I would think the same. I mean, what are the similarities really with football and esports with your reflexes too in Rocket League? Um, me being like, I've been more physically athletic in other parts. It's just so happens that I'm glad that esports is here. Like I've done karate, um, jujitsu, all that stuff. And I'd say reacting is like the same type of thing you have to have like instant reflexes know where the ball is going like in football if you know you have a split second to make a decision whether to be on man or press or to let them have a little bit of field left so i'd say it's about the same I, that, that's I, you know i never thought of that way i, I yeah, didn't that, that's why i asked the question because yeah, i thought that's, it'd be that's it'd be interesting answer. kudos to you chris Thank Sawyer, you. on that Thank question you. my goodness but you're I on the ball today mix it up here if you could be in the esports dig are you into video games i mean what would what would be your choice uh, I'm definitely in the video game, so like everything he's saying right now is very interesting to me. Um, I grew up since I was little, you know, my father played games, so me and my brother, we grew up in that game household. You know, we had every game from Madden to hockey to every sports game, every shooting game, you know. Um, so I'm definitely big on games, you know. I would definitely learn, like to learn more about esports and what they do over there. Now, are you more of a Madden or a NBA 2K guy? Uh, I'm definitely a Madden guru. All right. Yeah, definitely, Mac. All right. Now, Keenan, do you venture into like the athlete? Because you know you have a little bit of sports. I know you know like traditional sports. Do you play? Do you get into Madden or NBA 2K or any of those games? Or are you strictly, you know, I'm at school. I'm playing for this team for this reason. This is my focus. No, I think I generally 
I go in, like, if people want me to play Madden games, they'll definitely win against me because, I mean, I've tried MLB, I've tried it all, but my my secondary gaming field was, like, a lot of fighting games. Okay. I love Tekken, Injustice, Mortal Kombat, all that kind of stuff. Because you know, I, I mentioned that question, too, because you see everyone behind us here while we're shooting. Intramurals resumes our three-on-three basketball tournament. Every football player thinks they are the greatest basketball player ever to walk on a basketball floor. So I was just wondering if like if every like Rocket League guy thought, you know what? Oh, no. I am the greatest <laughs> NBA 2K guy in the history of NBA 2K. So that's you know, that's why I kind of asked that yeah. question. We could do like an NBA 2K intramural event just for like all Rocket League or you know, Smash Brother guys and see how see how that works. I, t- I was reading though, there's one misconception. Uh, somebody wrote that, you know, athlete like a football player or basketball player are born with physical traits right. and they they get better and better. And then they say, well, everyone starts out the same with esports. I kind of think that's a misconception because I know you could be blessed right now with, with physical stature, right. but you may not have had that. You've had to work towards it. So talk about that a little bit and talk about too, the misconception that's there that, oh, well, you're just playing video games. You're just getting better because you're playing it for 14 hours a day. Right. There's a definitely, you have to practice. And in some games you can have uh, more mechanically gifted things with, uh, it's hard to explain. If you play Call of Duty game where you have to literally move your character around, you have to know how to aim, how to shoot. In a game like Rocket League, you have to know how to control all mechanics of the car to be at the highest performance you can be. So in one way, you can definitely see a difference between people that have played video games before and people that have not, that are still new to it. Take talk about that too, because even if you're blessed, you have to practice. You have to, as you said, scout, look at your film, get better at your techniques. So I think there's a misconception on athletes too, that they're just gifted. I mean, you have to, you have a lot to do to get to where you're going next year. Absolutely. Some athletes are extremely gifted, you know, some catch the ball better than others. Some run faster than others. Um, but then you got your athletes that work for everything, you know, that wasn't gifted, that wasn't able to catch the ball that good, run that fast or bench press that much. So uh, it's definitely a lot of hard work that need to go into it. Some people like the hard work, as far as me, like I'm extremely talented, but to be at my peak, I want to be one of the best hard workers there is, you know, just so that I can't say uh, I'm just a talented kid. No, I'm a hard work, hard working, talented kid. You know, and some people don't work for it. I think one similarity we could all similarity we could all agree on is that your role in both your sports, traditional, untraditional right now, still we say that even though it's really on the upswing, is that it has allowed you to continue education scholarship opportunities and if you're lucky enough fortunate enough you can get paid doing it for a living you know so i think that is you know something despite of you know just sitting and you know at the computer gaming you have an opportunity to continue education and make a boatload of money and the same with tig out on the field you know continue education and have a chance you know to make a boatload of money so i think that is really a great similarity between the two yeah and i heard tig has never seen the Esports arena. So I heard uh, Professor Larson may be doing a field trip. Down I think there. so. I think that's a great idea. You know, give a little a little tour of the esports facility and maybe sit down and play a little game. You know, maybe we could have some, you know, some of the guys challenge Fezbot or some of the guys that are, you know, in that class. I don't know if there's any esports, you know, talent in your class, but I'm sure uh, Mr. Larson could figure that out for you. You never know. You never know. I, th- I think that'd be a good trip. I think that'd be a good way to break in to your spring break leading up is the field trip, you yeah. know? 
get those permission slips signed, send them in, you know, maybe like $2 it's going to cost for the field trip, get a little snack, a little orange juice and a donut or something on the way out. So, but anything else, Chris? Because I thought this was great. No, I think it's great. And like I said, we wanted to make sure we highlight the similarities really because uh, esports is coming up and, you know, everybody knows about Lackawanna football and now we're learning more about our esports program, which you guys play almost every night in something. It is, uh, (laughs) it it, it keeps us on our toes. It does. Yeah. We thank you for joining us. Thank you, it was, guys. It was, yep. a, it was a pleasure having you. I'll see you later in the weight room, and I'll see you tonight in basketball. Yeah, Fezbot, we'll get you guys in the weight room soon. Don't worry. Awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, everyone, thanks for this little segment. This is awesome. Um, we'll be right back on the Falcons Corner with our Athlete of the Week, Jamie Brand. Take flight. Hey, everybody. We're back on the Falcons Corner. Chris, we got our Athlete of the Week, Jamie Brand. Jamie, welcome to the show. Congratulations on being named Athlete of the Week. Thank you. Hey, it's our second time in a second sport. This is our first double sport Athlete of the Week. How about that, right? But this is my first interview because y'all didn't have it before, right? No, we had. I think you were too busy with classwork, and we just made a special exception this time because we've recorded, pre-recorded, yeah. post-recorded, canceled, changed okay. things just to make sure we can get you on the show in between all your classes. So we thank you for giving us a couple minutes. Sounds like time. my life. <laughs> Listen. Despite the loss on Sunday, um, we thought you really stood out probably just because you left everything you had on that floor, including body parts and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So tell us what you thought your role was going into that game on Sunday. I guess I just knew my role. Um, I know I've been taking quite a few charges a game. They said I've been averaging about one. It's not a statistic yet, so we're trying to work for that. But I just, before the game, we were watching on Saturday, and they were like three people at the same time were like, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie you can take at least three charges. And I was like, I was like, wow. Like they all just said at the same time. And I was like, you know what? Like, and after three, I just, I lost count. I didn't even know I had five. I was just, yeah. I was just and trying I, to get the job done. And I think we even counted that there could have been at least one more, maybe even two more. There should have been yeah, six. That know? was a, and then I think but, even the seventh was a no call where I think after the official gave you like three in a row yeah. that he was like, I just can't do it again. I think you just could, even though I, you know, I felt you, you know, took a charge yeah. too. Um, but talk about like you did do a great job on the boards too, and had a couple of really important putbacks, you know, late in that fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, I didn't really, you know, see the score or anything, but I just remember it felt like the last three minutes, four minutes of the game was like an hour long. And I just felt like I had a little bit to do with it, you know, yeah. every other, you know, point or two. So it was, it was nice. Good. Well, I think Jamie played a big role because um, she had an offensive putback that put you guys back up by one. Right. I mean, that was, we kept talking about what an intense game that was. And then she was on the free throw line. She hit one of two, but that brought them back in with one and kept them in. Right. Um, but the charges, you know, Eric and I, it was almost like when you put the K's up for strikeouts, uh-huh. we were sitting at the press <laughs> row. We wanted to put that for charges. But I know Kiana was having some issues with fouls and they were getting inside and you came in and you were drawing those charges. But talk about your mindset because that's not in the stats. You can't read that. And that's why we named you player right. of the week. You know, it's it, it doesn't show up in the box score, but talk about your mindset when you do go in and, and draw those charges. I think the best thing I can do is get anything to help my teammates. So if I take a, a charge, it's our ball again. We don't have to worry about them trying to score. It's automatic play over. So just getting as many offensive plays to get back and score is just is just my goal, you know. Now, I know you got to get through SUNY Sullivan this week on Saturday, but I know you've got to have a little bit of bitter taste in your mouth wanting to face uh, Union again on Sunday. What do you think about that? Yeah, last year, we same position. Um, we always have to take the hard road, and we're fighters, you know, so we'll get the job done. It just all depends, you know, who's ready to show up and go to war. Now, let's talk about this upcoming Saturday when you have SUNY Sullivan. Have you had a chance to watch them on film yet? You know, what did they present to you guys, you know? 
How do you think um, you guys Coach Arrow went to uh, he watched them and he just said that they're you know they're better than last year. He he showed me a couple uh, key players and things like that. So I've been watching them, you know, trying to get wrap my you know head around the bigs basically. So I'll be I'm not sure. Bree might not be playing, so I might be a guard. I'm not, I'm not sure yet, but. Um, I'm just studying, you know, the important right. players. And speak about like even filling in too, because Ken Williams got in early foul trouble. So that's, does that change your mindset on the bench? You know, this past weekend, especially Sunday, like okay, Ken has picked up a couple quick too. I'm gonna have to go in there, and maybe play the center spot, or gonna have to get some and we'll give extra minutes than I have during throughout the throughout the regular season. Yeah, so I had picked up two actually my first quarter. I don't think anybody really knew that. It's because I, I, I kind of kept my um, composure, but I didn't. I, I just um, I tried to stay away from that, so I didn't grab one to the third, but it's just a mindset switch. Like, all right, you know, I got to pick up my role right now. Right. This is what I, I got to be a, a starter, a backup starter for, for key and, and get the job done. Good. Now I call Jamie like the fourth assistant coach because I get to sit at the press row and you hear her yelling out the plays. Uh-huh. We're talking about, I mean, do you have coaching in your blood? I mean, is that something or you're just very excited and you're just into the game and you're trying to help your teammates out? I've always, um, I've always just been, a vocal person and even though I'm not a, a leader or a captain or anything like that it doesn't change what I'm going to do or how I'm going to act or what I'm going to say I'm just always going to be that vocal positive energy that every team needs and that definitely rings true because you know during volleyball season yeah. you were able to see you know she was a you know leader and you know helping with, even with substitutions and stuff you know she was she was a coach well, she was all region too so I mean it's uh and talk about that actually that's a good point Mike um balancing being a two sport athlete and going to class. And I mean, you, you're nonstop from the summer all the way to almost the springtime playing sports and going to school. Yeah, it was, it was fun though. I like to um, take on a bunch of things at one time just because I get to see, you know, how many things I can take on and I I'm able to and, and be successful in it, you know, um, volleyball, we didn't have the best outcome, but that was my first year playing since sophomore year of high school. So it was just like, let me see what I got. You know, I was just trying to stay in shape and, and, you know, make coach Joy's workouts and things like that. And good thing, you know, we had early practice and it didn't really, uh, you know, cut in between anything. And my class schedule was just perfect. It was just, it was a good opportunity to, to, you know, shine in both sports. Sure. Good. Awesome. We wish you the best of luck this weekend. Thank you. I Go appreciate it. Yes. Everyone wants you to be out in Michigan. Yeah. You know, a little bit colder, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to go. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be, the games are played inside, okay, you know, so it, it'll be, it'll be okay. Everyone. That's our athlete of the week. First two-time two time. multiple, multiple sport, sport athlete of the week here at Lackawanna College, Jamie Brand. Jamie Brand, don't let all that fame go to your head. I will not. <laughs> Stay humble. All right, we'll be back on the Falcons Corner. It never gets <laughs> Hey, everyone, we're back on the Falcons Corner. That's a great way to get started. I need the point. All right, so we did have winners from last week. We did have winners, and we'll, we'll contact those individuals and get them retro swag. And, and before I ask the question, I'll show you what we got this week, if you hold on to that. And I know what's coming because you and I just raided some closets. We did. We went after them. Chris, if you can pull that out for us. So we got a sweatshirt. We got some old football uh, warm-up pants. All right. I think they're going to be – they're – People are going to want these. These are nice. You know what? I could look at the tags still on them if you wanted the uh, manufacturer suggested retail price of $44.99 on so, these bad boys. And you're getting them for an answer at that Falcon Sports. <laughs> you can't beat that. And that's a nice that's a nice little sweatshirt. Like nice it. little crew yeah. sweatshirt. So here's the question of the week. You ready? Let's, let's go. Okay. So the question is, is name six past Lackawanna College football players who are currently p- playing professionally either in the NFL or the XFL. Like and I'll it. give you a hint. There's four NFL players on active rosters and two current 
XFL okay. uh, players. All right. All from Lackawanna College. That doesn't seem too bad. I can actually name one, so I'm, I'm impressed. No, that's a great question, though. It, it is a good question. So we're looking forward to see what we get on that. So just like last week, send your answers to at Falcon Sports on Twitter with a hashtag Falcons Trivia, and we'll see what we get again. Sounds good to me. All right. All right. Thank hey, you, guys. I appreciate thanks it. For joining, thanks for joining us. I think they're waiting for you down there for the fifth, for to be the one team's fifth. So <laughs> I know. you're going to have to hurry up, get those sneakers on, get those shorts on. Well, they need to win the game, so that's why I'm going down. That's it. Get down, post those guys up. I'm going to wreak havoc. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. We'll be right back. Everybody, back on the Falcons' corner. Chris, great segment yeah. with all of ours. Another yeah. tremendous um, discussion with esports and football. And how about that trivia question? I told you he'd have a good one again, so I'm excited about that. And hopefully everybody, again, uh, goes on our Twitter, Falcon Sports, at Falcon Sports, yep. uh, hashtag Falcons Trivia, and yep. answer the question, get some more swag. And we wanted to say this for the end of the show because our wrestlers yeah. leave in the next few days out to Iowa, you know, national championship time, you know, for them. So, you know, we want to wish them the best of luck. They've earned that right to get out there. Hopefully they wrestle really, really well. But more importantly, hopefully they just, you know, enjoy that experience. Yeah, I remember we had Brandon Judge yeah. on the last show. Hopefully he keep his fingers crossed that he gets on that plane okay, that they don't have to. I know, yeah, we'll have to check have in to with him. Time yeah. to something and, and carry him <laughs> on board. forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. But um, you know who's really excited? Danny. Danny, yeah, Danny Burr gets to go. Yeah. He is on the road. He he is ready to go. But we wish all the wrestlers, Coach Fox, you know, the best of luck out of out in Iowa. They'll have a great time. The reason we do this program, we have successful successful athletics here, yep. and it's it's great to see them going to nationals. Yep. Women getting ready to hopefully qualify for the nationals from the district. Baseball going. I mean, yep. it's all happening here again, and that's why we're here. Yep. It's and I just like I said, I always like to mention you know my boys, just like you mentioned family. Please do. Um, Riverside Vikings first yeah. state playoff game in many many years is this upcoming Saturday at one o'clock. Um, so best of luck to the Vikes, and then my polar bear, the new star of the show. Listen. He since he's been on that show, the way he leaned up against that wall at Raritan, his phone has not stopped ringing with you, those girls. You warned him. You said, "Watch he out!" He is yep. hot stuff right now. Let alone he's a Rickard, so of course that's just going to be part of it. But now that he is on the Falcons' corner and especially on the road on camera, looking like a stud, man, he's fin- he's. I, they're banging on the door. That, that's night. great. I mean, uh, young, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. I have to say. We all surprised you with the Mohegan Sun uh, that, for the that Riverside. Was all, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that. That was, that was awesome. But I had to say, that was awesome. I didn't recognize you. Mike is so calm, cool, collective here on the show. Boy. Listen. You get, but you know what? Good for you. I mean, it was, uh, you were co- you're, you're a coach at heart, it seems like. I, I just want my, listen, I know you're going to miss shots. It's part of the game, especially in that setting with those rims. But, you know, I need aggressiveness. I need 110% effort. If you give me that, then I'm not going to, you know, get on them. But I was just yelling, shoot the ball, be aggressive, you know, play your game, work hard. Um, but yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little different. I had to yell louder because it was such a big arena. Yes, that, and yes. he does a great job of tuning me out anyway. Yeah. But, um, but I really appreciate. It was a good experience know, to come out there. And all support. you guys, yeah. Yeah. you know, the athletic staff, you know, coming out with still to see you. I didn't notice you at first. My brother who also watches the show said, there's your Falcon family. And then as you walked by, my dad gives me a little, there goes your co-host. That's right. You know, so I have, been rec- are, I have officially been recognized. You yes, are <laughs> on fire too. So you were recognized at Mohegan Sun. I think it wasn't just my dad that recognized you. There was probably, you know, know I saw people, people, I saw know, people so looking. I, I had to, that's why we stood behind the basket because yep. I didn't want a commotion right. being in the stands and, and everybody coming reason, up to us. Like I'm sitting up front. There was a lot of cameras flicking 
when mm, you guys were yeah, walking by. So yeah. you and Eric walking by at the same time, you know, people trying to get that. Yeah, shot. they were that's, trying to see if huge. we could get together and stuff. So I tried to stay away from Eric so it wouldn't get, yeah. you know, they wouldn't. But a big really thank start. you for all you guys. That yeah, was an awesome absolutely. surprise. It was great. That, it was great to have the support. But another great show. Great show. Um, we'll be back next week despite a spring break with a lot of baseball stuff, a lot of right? Stuff. Yeah, girls a lot of stuff. Women's basketball. Hopefully, hopefully we're talking nationals tournament for the women. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Best of luck to them, too. Stay tuned to all Falcon Sports related on our social media, LC Fan Network. But um, a lot of great news next week. I Absolutely. Can feel it. All right. Take flight, everyone. Have a great week.